Hey guys, Akil here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you some thoughts that I had while I was working on developing a new strategy. And I wanted to hop in before the podcast got started because, well, after recording this podcast, I actually went ahead and put a series on YouTube. I think it's called like developing a forex strategy or something there's a playlist dedicated to it so if you want more on this concept or this topic make sure you watch that four-part series of just the process that i go through when creating a strategy looking at charts trying to get the equity curve that suits me the most i think it's very insightful for anyone that is looking to do strategy development if you are a member of the tier one trading platform a premium member i should say so you have access to um the full load of courses there's another uh another series i did called the strategy development diaries they're under our strategy development section that's certainly worth a watch as well all right without further ado let's hop into the episode and please if you want to support the show remember to leave me a rating leave me a review Killstokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I'm actually in the middle of uh, really a six-week period, the beginning of a six-week period during the winter break where I, I take some time to really focus on myself, do some continued education, uh, go through my statistics for the year before, and really uh, just work on things that I want to work on for myself as a trader. And imagine I spend most of the time working with other traders, uh, it really kind of stunts my growth. So, you know, although I understand the purpose, the, the value that I have now is, is, is helping others or to, I get more value out of helping others than helping myself. And, and, and that's important. Um, I do want to carve out a little bit of time to work on myself. And something I've been working on uh, this winter is a, a new trading strategy. It's something that I've wanted for a while. I've kind of wanted to really diversify my approach even more. I have an active day trading approach. I have a intermediate swing trading approach. I think day trades, I'm typically in trades for um, minutes to hours. Uh, my swing trading, I'm usually in swing trading from hours to days. I would like something that is a little bit more extreme, more longer term swing trading, something that I'm holding for, you know, days to weeks and, and really something that is really much less active, something that I can come in lit literally on a chart uh, once a day, get my signal, um, get in and live the rest of my life doing whatever I want. Um, not that I'm ditching any of my day-to-day -day stuff anytime soon, but in the future, right, as my time gets busier with kids growing up and whatnot, um, you know, I just want to be able to continue to make the most out of my time and not feel like I have to be doing something, right? Treat my trading like a, a business where instead of a, um, a someone that's self-employed where I have to be at the business in order for it to operate, um, I want to be something where I can be away and still have the business operate at full force. And um, I bring this up because I've been testing a lot with uh, Keltner Channels uh, and Bollinger Bands. Um, I've done a few tests with Strictly Bollinger Bands. A few tests with strictly Keltner channels and some tests actually combining the two. This is a pretty cool uh, squeeze um, strategy, looking for something counter trend that I can implement. And 
the original approach, right? I'm not a big indicator guy to begin with, and that, and 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 that's gonna you'll see how that works into my approach later on. But my original approach was look for something very indicator based, right? Something that is easy for me to teach our traders on the platform. Maybe a new trader that comes in saying, "Hey, here's this indicator. When this happens, or if this happens, then do this. If this happens, then do that." Um, and I just haven't been getting the results that I wanted with that approach. And I did a podcast this morning. Uh, with a new buddy of mine named Alex, right? His podcast called uh, Be The Trader, just the the letter B and then The Trader. I did an interview with him this morning. We were talking a lot about um, my approach to the market, how it's changed, his approach to the market, and and kind of the the baseline fundamental things that we think are true. And I told him that during my trading journey, something that was massive for me and, and, and something that I try to preach to all the traders I work with is just the 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 how it's necessary to focus on the basics and how so many traders focus on the strategy and this and that and and where I did the same thing right I, I got into trading and I focused on simply the strategy for a very long time only to realize that you know strategies would fail me because I didn't really have anything I didn't have any foundation underneath that lovely house that was called the strategy and once I kind of accepted that, I, I really went back to work on the foundational elements, right? The, the boring stuff that makes your house sturdy, right? Learning how to read a price chart, learning how to read a candlestick formation, identifying trend, right? The stuff that doesn't necessarily make you profit right away. The stuff that, you know, when you, when you get that new house and your friends come over, you can't really brag about. But it's the things that everything else is built off of and it's what's going to allow your trading to become long lasting. And what I told him, a good analogy I made because I'm a track coach as well, is in track and field, I coach many events, right? I coach all of the, the power and speed events, I guess you can say. Um, I coach sprinters. I coach hurdlers. I coach uh, mid-distance runners. I coach long jumpers, triple jumpers, um, leaving out something, I'm sure. But a lot of different events that I coach, but something that we do within the first, really, uh, first few training blocks, I think first... Uh, you know, eight weeks or so of our program is really just focused on the basics, right? It doesn't matter if you're a pole vaulter, doesn't matter what event you're doing. We focus on two things. We focus on learning the basics of how to generate power, learning the basics of how to generate speed. Uh, we learn the basics of how to move your body in an efficient way. And every year we get we get uh, athletes that come in from high school, you know, high school kids just want to run, right? They're like, I just want to run, I just want to go fast, coach, you're making me slow. And we really got to sell them on the process of, hey, like we've got to break those old habits. We got to teach you how to use your body the right way. I know you're not going to be a, a short sprinter. You're a, a pole vaulter. But guess what? In order to be a pole vault, you have to generate speed down the run rate. That, that is the same as acceleration mechanics. If you're a long jumper, guess what? 90% of long jump is being fast on the runway. Your approach, you have to accelerate and be able to generate speed. If you're a triple jumper, if you guys have no triple jump, you have to put yourself in powerful positions, whether it's hopping and bounding, right? Those are the same elements that a sprinter does coming out of the blocks, just in a slightly different way. Um, even for you guys that are lifting, when you go into the weight room, we talk a lot about hinging and squats and Olympic lifts, right? It's all the same thing. It's putting your body in the right position. It's exploding through the body, uh, you know, three-point extension uh, the correct way. And, and it's a good analogy because... It doesn't matter what you go on to do. If you know the basics of how to move your body, how to generate speed and power, you can really excel at any event, 
Um, and that's the same thing as trading. If you understand the basics and you understand how to read a price chart and all that fun stuff, you can go on to really do multiple strategies, trend trading, right? Fading moves, you know, whatever it may be and have success because you'll, you'll be able to adjust and adapt. And adjusting and adapting is important because I was just going through um, the the strategy I told you I was working on and, and the reference guide I always referred to is um, a good trading uh, buddy of mine, uh, Adam Grimes, wrote a phenomenal book called The Art and Science of Technical Analysis. This guy is a, a genius. I also like him because uh, he's a big foodie. He's, a, he's an actual chef. I am an aspiring chef. So I, he always, uh, you know, shares kind of his meals. I'm like, oh, man food porn, right? We all love that stuff. Um, but I was reading through his things. His Kelton channels is, is something that he uses. Um, and he's, he's got all these stats on it and it gives stats for, you know, buying the pullback. It goes stats for fading the extremes and whatnot. But what's very important at the end of the day, and it's something I believe in, especially when it comes to mechanical systems, is that it, it it's not going to work as simply a signal, right? It's not going to work um, just in its own right. Let me let me just bring up a quote real quick. This one is from, um, man, is it going to be Mark Douglas? I think it wouldn't be Mark Douglas. No, it is Adam Grimes. Yeah, and it's in that chapter. Give me a second real quick. He says, um, do, 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 do. there is always the psychological tendency to attach too much meaning to any line on a chart. This is why traders focus on moving averages, bands like volatility bands, Bollinger bands, Kelton channels, um, or even whole numbers, right? Psychological numbers, zero zeros, five zeros. The market can do anything, however, and there are no lines on the chart that provide any firm barriers to price. And what that means is it's not as simple as saying like, hey, uh, when price touches a moving average, I should buy. When price hits the extreme of a Bollinger band, I should sell, something like that. They are signals that you can use, right? There are tendencies that can be, that you can draw conclusions to off of that move, right? You can look at the stats and say, hey, if a candlestick closes outside a volatility band, then there's a 60% chance that we're gonna trade back to the midline, right? Um, that gives you a probability, that gives you a tendency, that gives you a, an, an edge in the market saying, this is more likely to happen than that. But it's not as simple as just saying every time a candle closes outside of a volatility band, I'm going to sell right away. You're going to find yourself running into trouble with, with basically either a break-even system or in many cases in order to have the correct risk, in order to uh, really um, survive the move back to the mid-level, you may be in an inverted risk-reward scenario. And, and if you're consistently in an inverted risk-reward scenario, you may need a higher win percentage to break even. You may need a higher win percentage to um, be profitable. So it's not as simple as just saying, hey, this is what the probabilities say. I'm just going to do it. But once you know the probabilities, once you know that if this happens, then this is likely to happen, that gives you a little bit of an edge and then you can go back and use discretion to enter the market. And what I'm finding myself is doing now is this, right? I, I've gone through kind of the preliminary back testing process. I call it like the eye testing process where I go through, I play around for different ideas. I see what works, you know, some stuff is like, ooh, this is a horrible idea, kill, you're dumb. Some of other stuff is like, oh, you know, that, that may make its way into the final plan. I do all this eyeball test to kind of um, find these probabilities, find these tendencies in the market. 
And once I find them, then I kind of start developing my edge. Hey, this is my main signal. Look for price to do this. Once price does that, boom, I have my bias. Now the question is, how am I going to take advantage of that bias? And what I find myself always going back to is discretionary trading. It's, it's not necessarily black or white signal where it's like, hey, just sell every time. But it's, you know, if price action closes outside this volatility band, then look for price action sign of reversal, right? And those could be many things. It could be a, a, a pin bar, lower, low, lower close reversal. It could be a three bar reversal. It could be a, some type of doji combo. And then using that discretionary side of trading and, and really putting it together with um, the, the probability or the edge that I've created using that indicator. So um, it's interesting, but it, it goes back to the, the fact that you'll, you'll have many traders that, that go to create a strategy and they just give up too quickly. They could be on to something that is brilliant and they give up too quickly because they don't have the skill to really take it to the next level. They're, they're looking on really the, the, the surface level of just the, the simple, right? Sell it every time it does this, buy it every time it does that. And very rarely is trading that simple. If it was, a lot more people would be profitable. But if you have the skill of reading a price chart, interpreting price action, you can now take the, the, the foundational elements that you already know you can attach it to something else, an indicator, for example, that provides you a little bit of an edge. And now you may be onto something that can be very useful to your trading. So um, just want to take a break from my personal testing and rant a little bit about that, because that's what's been going through my head as I've been, go as I've been going through this process. I've been noticing things. And I'm like, man, God bless me for, for learning how to read a price chart, because I know in the past I would have ditched something right away. I'm not saying what I'm working on right now is going to uh, work. It could end up failing. It could end up being profitable, but not profitable enough to implement into my trading. Um, or it could be the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know. Um, but the fact is I'm able to continue on this journey and see, at least give myself the opportunity to see what the final result of this journey is going to be instead of ditching it prematurely and then you know leaving with the thought of, huh, I wonder if it could have worked and maybe just maybe it's just me being less skilled than I should be that stopped it from being um, an amazing strategy. So we'll see. I'm going to hop back into the lab. I'm going to coffee up and get back into the charts. Um, but I want to give you guys a quick podcast because this is the point of the Trading Coach podcast to, to share my journey with you guys. And by the way, if you haven't done so already, make sure you join the Trading Coach podcast Facebook group. Just go to Facebook. Uh, search Trading Coach Podcast. You can get over there. Um, I, I, I love the fact that we're engaging a little bit more over there. I know you guys are shy, but that's a place where you can give feedback on the episodes. I know many of you guys shoot me private DMs. I love that. Don't get me wrong. I like that that personal relationship we have. But many of your ideas and many of your compliments uh, or and comments, I should say, um, could have a much bigger effect if other people see it as well. And that's what we're trying to do here at the podcast. We're trying to grow this tribe, this community of traders where we all help each other, uplift each other, empower each other, inspire each other. Um, and that's how we all get better as a group. So I appreciate the DMs. But if you can, um, after I share an episode on the Facebook group, if you have a comment, or a question, leave it under there. Um, that way you're directly interacting not only with myself, but with other Trading Coach podcast followers. All right, appreciate it.